What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? That time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the month. Yeah, it is. You're listening to the good, the the ugly. I'm Big Papa, and I'm Jeff, and we have a great show, as I say every week. But it's true. But this time, I mean it. Professionally slide this music out like it was done by a producer in the other room. Right. Pay no attention to the hand on the mixing board. No. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Good, man. Good you? week? Yeah. Yeah? Did you do yeah. anything fun? Went to uh, the Muse Fest at Good Nature Brewery this weekend. It was all about like women and art and stuff, and they had some performers. Wait so a minute. The so Muse Fest. Was Muse. it like a bunch of mermaids singing no, to people? I was, I was expecting that, but there was not. Impressed them to... Write a song? No? No. Was it amusing? Oh, it was amusing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. want to talk about it here. No, we don't. You are not. You have nothing good to say? I don't. But you were at... I was at Good Nature Good Brewery. Nature Brewery. Where it all happened. Jeff does not go there every week for the free beer because mm-hmm. I have not given him any of the no. gift cards that we received from them. No. Those are for me. They are. Uh, <laughs> there. Hey, we, uh, as I mentioned, we have a great show for you today. Uh, we are very excited to have who I consider a friend. Uh, he used to play at Big Papa's in uh, Pennellville oh. when I had the bar. Nice. He's originally from the Phoenix area. Uh, and just a Arizona? Uh, no, the better version. The oh, Phoenix, New York. New York yes. Uh, sweet. Sweet, yes. Uh, incredible musician. Has has been all over the board in the music world. Uh, basically based in Nashville, Tennessee now, and he is, uh, he's done just about everything. Uh, he's, he's toured with guys like Josh Grayson and and others, and now he's got his own business that they do, uh, music for movies and TV shows and commercials, but we'll let him tell you all about that without, without waiting a second, our special guest today, Mr. Max McKee. And it's not pronounced McGee. No, it is not. Or, no he, or he won't he won't be on the show. Hey, look who's here. <laughs> What's up? Hey, fellas. How, How you doing, doing Mr. McKee? Nailed it. With the key. Nailed with it. With a K. Third time's the charm. Yeah. It is, too. Third time, third time <laughs> in the really 11 is. years I've known you. <laughs> <sighs> well, I, you know what? I, uh, I just always pronounced it wrong. I, and I humbly apologize. Hey, it's you and about seventy percent of everyone else I meet. If anybody so. important said it, like if the if the if the label producer from some record label was like, "Look, McGee, we want you on tour with Josh Groban again next month," you'd be like, "Not a problem." Sorry, or would you, or would you correct him? It's it's it depends on how I'm feeling that day. Of course, you know. <laughs> if you're feeling porky, no, I feel a little feisty. It's wow. McKee. Look, Sorry. and you're going to be Toby Keith's, uh, you know, yeah. touring guitar player. You could call me George. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's I'll a, right. and it wasn't Josh Groban. Um, it's Josh Grayson. I think you turned with him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Correct last name or not. That's right. <laughs> Just like uh, me. Yeah. Like when people spell Papa wrong. How? P-A-P-P-A. Oh, yeah. We're not going to make fun of anybody down in Florida. No. Because I think it's written wrong on the album he sent us. Did, did he sign it? P-A-P-P-A. Really? Look at this. Yeah, Pete Merlizzi. Okay, Pete. So, yeah. Can't win them all. Nope, nope. Pete's another upstate New York guy, tour manager, done all kinds of great things in the business. And uh, watch that episode. And those of you who are listening who haven't watched it, do it. watch Pete Merlizzi's episode. It It is freaking great. And he's 
he's been all over the board. But that's his album. He sent it to me. I forgot to mention it last week. We did. So, Peter, Pete. thank you, Pete. Thank you for sending it over there. You can't see it with the pointer. Uh, sending the album autograph. But welcome, Max. I, I, I've said it before. Hey. You've you've you played Big Papas. Every time you when you played solo, um, you did a lot of the looping stuff, which yep. that was yep. like at the the beginning stages of looping out live. Yep, yep. I so, I loved I loved doing that. Um, I don't do that too often, and um, I was grateful to have a space to get to explore to try some new things. So thank you for facilitating that, dude. I look at it this way. Um, People would come there and be mesmerized by how well you had the the forward thinking of your your song that you were putting together, knowing what was coming next. And I mean, I've been a musician my whole life since I was knee high to a grasshopper, and very few things make me go, "Holy shit!" Mm. That did it. I mean, I remember just how did he know what he wanted to do before he even started doing it? And then when it all came together, dude, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is phenomenal. So that's cool. I appreciate hearing that. Uh, I, I've always heard music in the big picture, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so um, exploring something like, like a loop station allows you to sort of hear it in the big picture, but then, you know, handle it systematically piece by piece. Uh, until it becomes something uh, whole. Yes. So I, right. I, I found that to be really fun. Uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed doing it that way. Nice. I, I think what um, the fact that it was so new, you know, now we hear it, and I and I'm like, well, Ed Sheeran stole it from me. Uh, you know, <laughs> of course so. he did. I think <laughs> you were actually before Ed Sheeran. I mean, you know, right. now you got seven year old um, idiot savant uh, music. Just genius is this little oh, yeah. kid that's on TikTok putting together stuff. I don't know if you've seen him. Miles is his name. Yep. I'm like, yep. I'm like there's a it, it that yeah. continues to blow my mind seeing these young kids coming up, and it's inspiring too. I mean, they're gonna push the craft. That's what it's all about. Well, you know, years ago, and and showing my age, I remember seeing on Johnny Carson a young Tiger Woods at like mm. five or six <laughs> smacking a golf ball. For Johnny Carson going, oh, right. you know, and and you didn't think much. You were like, oh, that's pretty cool. And you don't think, well, what's that kid going to become? Watching that transpire into what it did makes me watch this young Miles kid or some of these guys like this young drummer that's on or the, the young girl that, that, that just bangs out some heavy right. stuff. And uh, Caleb, the drummer. Yeah, again, yeah. He's an Australian yeah. kid. He's young. And, keeping the tiger woods thing in my back of my brain i'm like i can't wait i hope i'm still alive when these guys are old enough to be sitting on stage just crushing it going yep. i remember when yep. that kid was five yeah <laughs> i remember that thing called the internet before right. before they implanted it into our brains yeah so, <laughs> so you were on the forefront you, you were one of the first guys around here and it's cool so, that's cool hey yeah i seem to re- i seem to recall hula hooping and people would come in we turn the lights off it was Hula hooping. There were there everything. Were a couple. Hula hoopers with light up hula hoops. Everything but the patchouli oh, wow. and incense burning. It was. Uh, yep. It was completely new to me. You know, I, okay. I was a metalhead, and then I was like, Yeah, 
you know, date a hippie at least once. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> right? go. There you go. <laughs> been there. Marijuana, not just for hippies anymore. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there before. Uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. But tell us what you've been doing um, since the since, since the days that you lived up here and, and then, you know, how you made yourself down south and everything. Yeah. So um, I moved down to Nashville um, early 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, I was basically, uh, I didn't really have a plan. Uh, I just came down here. I just knew that I needed to uh, stretch out a little bit, hop into a a bigger pond, uh, explore a little bit, see what was going on. And um, I got fortunate enough to kind of hop on some pretty cool tours. Um, I toured for about four years, five years. fairly regularly sometimes it was weekends but a lot of times i'd be out for a month at a time or you know uh six weeks at a time did that for for years and uh i got you know kind of got a little bit burnt out um you know living on a bus or a van uh eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and staying at la quinta's uh rock and roll sounds awesome it sounds glorious touring and a band and doing all this stuff i think if a lot of people saw what happens behind the scenes they would reconsider uh yep. going on tour with the band it's a it's a whole thing and and i don't uh i don't regret any of that i loved it but uh when i was thinking about a future uh my future self uh touring i think would have uh, been a little challenging 20 years down the road from right. from that initial thing right unless you so, were headlining it and you called all the shots and you got to stay at marriott's yep, yep. <laughs> and, and even and even then even then it's hard to have a family it's hard to right. have pets it's hard to have a house all of these things because you're 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 on the road all the time even even as a headliner sometimes even more as a headliner right um but well, um you gotta love it and um i I for sure do um but you know around uh maybe 2017 20 yeah probably around 2017 um kind of got that forward thinking thing i i love composing i love building music going back to the loop station uh sitting down with an idea hearing the whole thing and then building it piece by piece dude I'm 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 meant for the studio, and right. in my brain I'm like this makes way more sense. I can actually sit down at a at a recording rig, a computer, a tape machine, and, and start building these pieces on top of each other, just like a loop station, um, but this time for keeps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Build building tracks that would eventually become something. Um, so when I got really got into that i had done that in college a little bit and explored recording and i've always kind of uh gotten into that to some degree but when i realized that you could actually make a living um composing making music building tracks i was done i was like dude i'll I'll play you know uh a few times a month uh but i want to sit here and, and and imagine something and realize it and see it through from start to finish so I created a company uh, with a good friend of mine named Andrew Greason, who uh, at the time was working at More Sound Studios in Syracuse. 
and uh we had been friends since 2008 maybe and uh, decided to start a company hey let's start a company we're gonna start writing music for tv and advertising and see if we can break into that market mm -hmm. and uh eventually we did uh through through the help of some mentors and some good friends um we started writing instrumental tracks and started getting them placed behind uh, some of the biggest brands in the world eventually, which has been a pretty eye-opening experience. Uh, I think I think you yeah. need to mention first of all, you need to mention those <laughs> those brands. I didn't know I, I when I mentioned say. earlier to him we're going to ask you about this. I saw you reaching over right, the computer sure. going. Better it's get like, that uh -oh. list ready. I better reference this. <laughs> honestly, when, you, when you're in the thick of it, it, you don't even think about it sometimes. You're just going, and uh, really great things kind of happen over time. But then you're just – you're not focused on that as much as you're focused on, you know, what you're going to aim for next up. So, yeah, a list is, is extremely helpful. Um, but, yeah, we've been fortunate enough to work with companies like uh, Facebook, Airbnb, uh, Citizens Bank, um, Chibani, HBO, Taco Bell, American Express, TJ Maxx, wow. um, Hershey's, uh, Visa, Rocket Mortgage. Did you did you yeah. come up with the bell? So bong. was that dunk. you? No, Are you I, the that, actually, that would guy? be amazing. Can you imagine if you got the? I know you were the bell oh. guy. Yeah. What? What? So what's your claim to fame? Did you ever hear it? bong? What, what? I am the bong. I am the the taco bell. Bo I'm bong. Yeah, you are the taco bong well. trade bong, bong trademark. <laughs> My brother did. Bong, so bong wait a second. On uh, Law and Order, he's the oh, bong yeah, bong on bong. Law and Order. I only got half his talent. I'm bong. I'm bong. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse things to be. That's right. <laughs> so, in, so in a sense, he's Charlie Sheen. He is Charlie <laughs> Sheen Charlie of Sheen. Two and a Half Men. I've gotten that analogy before. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. That yeah. Good. Did you, ever, did you ever see the video from Kmart? I sheet my drawers. Right. That's I sheet That's my drawers. Me. That's me. I'm Perfect. drawer sheeter. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but Perfect. I think you're you, uh, you you jumped over the fact that you you went on tour, but you played yeah, with who, guys like Miles Davis, uh, record the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, the Wild Magnolias. I mean, you've you've got some big names so under I, your belt. I never played I never played with Miles but I played with Mike Stern uh the guitar player from Miles Davis's band oh, Blood Sweat and okay, Tears okay. um that it was talk about uh I was in college and I got asked to play jazz duo with Mike Stern who's just a legendary fusion guitar player mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I feel really fortunate to have done that but I was scared shitless um <laughs> It was just he and I, and we were doing a master class in front of 200 um, prolific guitar players and bass players. And um, <laughs> I remember trying to hack my brain um, and try to figure out ways to not feel nervous about making this performance and trying to humanize this these, these people any way imaginable. Right. How can I make this person seem like a, a normal person. How can I realize that this person is just a normal person? You're right. They're just mind-blowingly good at their instrument. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I've, I've been really fortunate to, to play with some really great musicians. So you went to um, school for music then? Yeah, well, I went uh, right up the down the river, I guess you'd say, uh, to Oswego. Uh, okay, I okay. did four years out there. Uh, I did their recording program. 
uh, did jazz studies and studied psychology at the time. So it was uh, three out of the four Mm. years I had keys to a full Pro Tools studio. It was awesome. Nice. I was a studio rat for days on end. Um, It it was was a great learning experience, actually. Did you ever think then that you could have the power of Pro Tools on your laptop sitting in your home office? It was just kind of dawning on me that that would be a possibility. Uh, at the time, it we you know was the full Pro Tools HD system set up. Uh, the studio had three rooms. It's an it's actually a world class studio up there. People don't realize, right? Um, and Dan Wood is my uh, was my professor up there. He's still running the studio program. He was working with Public Enemy and a bunch of hip hop artists um, through the '90s, and actually had a lot to offer uh he was one of the first people i met when uh when i went up there to check out the school and when i saw the studio i was like okay i can get with this uh, <laughs> we don't have this I, in phoenix right <laughs> yeah you know ironically enough i don't know if, if you guys know chris setner he was the high school band director for a long time he he knew that i had been bit by the bug uh and he would sign me out a study hall to go down to the band room and at the time they had these big, giant, like, mixing board digital recorders, um, and I started making tracks on these recorders in 11th grade, 12th grade. He ended up calling me about five years, six years later. He's like, hey, you know that 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 big hunk of studio equipment you used to use all the time? Well, we're selling it. I wanted to see if you'd be interested in buying it. So I still, to this day, have the, the one of the very first recording devices I've ever reels? had. It's it's it it was digital, but it's this big. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it in a big old briefcase. I don't. I don't think I'll ever sell it. It's one of the first uh, actual recorders that I used, uh, and that opened the doors. Well, when you make it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they will. They will have that right next. They will in your (laughs) in the Max McKee exhibit. Yes, M C K. MC Key there it is. Uh, exhibit. Uh, they, you will you will have that as one of the hey, displays. Hey man, I'm I'm all about it. That uh, they'll have to take it when I'm gone. But well, that's no, it. right. Yeah, that, that, right. That's the I'm all, I'm that's all the about bong it. guy. Right. We heard about him in the early stages <laughs> the of guy. Good, the Band, and the Ugly. I think and I don't the, mean the Taco the Bell bong. bong guy. <laughs> 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 to know him is to love him. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed. But. Yeah, right. Right. I'm 4:20 friendly. I don't care what time of day it is. Uh, yeah, 4:30, 4:35. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, cool. yeah. I'm very open-minded to all uh, lifestyles and approaches. Whatever makes somebody tick is cool with me. So I don't think anybody. A lot of people don't realize this, but you know, Max is very good friends with our previous guest, Mr. Mick Fury. Ah, uh, Mick Fury. Uh, so not Mick Flurry. No, no, not no. If we're gonna f- if we're gonna fuck up names today, it's gonna I be know, we're gonna be, big time. Yeah. Mick Flurry. If that would if if he wasn't Mick Flurry, he he would be perhaps the boozy version. I was gonna say with with a little <laughs> Irish. He'd, he'd, he'd be the party version. Yes, of the, of yes, the yes. He definitely uh, Mick Flurry with some Irish whiskey. Oh hell yeah! Actually, that's making me want to go to McDonald's and yeah. grab grab a vanilla and a little Irish cream in there. He'll he'll stir it up for oh, you. Oh hell yeah! See. I love Mick, man. We we actually spend a lot of time down here. Uh, it's it's great. He's about 
uh, about 20 minutes away on a, on a good day. Traffic sucks down here, but um, yeah. yeah, we do. We'll do campfires. We'll we'll hang out. We'll do a uh, couple's dinner. My fiance and his wife get along great, and uh, yeah, we get to hang a lot. And I feel fortunate. Was it was it he was telling us when they would have the he would try to have like uh, the cookouts with does he no no it was it, somebody was talking about bringing the Syracuse food like. Trying to get Hoffman's hot dogs or salt potatoes or stuff like that, but dude, I think we had was... we had Hoffman's last night. We found a store down here that sells them. There's yes, because... so many uh, uh, upstate New Yorkers who moved, yeah. Central New Yorkers technically, who moved down here that they started selling Hoffman hot dogs at our local Publix. Pete, <laughs> oh, was he? Pete, it was Pete. It's in, they're in Florida now too. Florida, and he said, yeah. and he's he's down about 20 minutes south of Tampa, and he said. Same thing. He's like, yep. we had Hoffman hot dogs, and I had everybody come over, and all my Syracuse friends were like, he got he got uh, sausage too. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think he got some yeah. sausage, and they made they did their own version of salt potatoes, and they they just Syracuse food geeked out for the yeah. night. But well, yeah, you know who else great. does that? Uh, ben does that too. Ben Morrow. Ben Morrow. Yeah, Columbus bread. He, he has it shipped. Columbus Bakery every time he comes up here. <laughs> Columbus Bakery. Goes home. It's shipped out to Vegas, yeah. and uh, now that. he's he's now. We just hooked him up. I just hooked Ben up with uh, with Jeff Totora. Yeah, out there. So now they're gonna try to Fantastic. do some stuff. Another great guy. Yeah, you know. Fantastic. All you guys that moved out of here, you, you took the nice away from Syracuse, and you left us with with this. guys there's like us. Pl- there, yeah. There's plenty still there, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, I miss it sometimes. I uh, really, really incredible pool of musicians in Syracuse. I don't even know if Syracuse knows how good Syracuse no. is. No, they don't. Uh, no, we when, talking... when you when you get out when you get outside of it and you look back, you're like, this is world class. These dudes are and, and gals are world class players. Who was the one we were talking to that said that Syracuse should have been on the map along well, Scott with... Sterling said that all the time because Scott said you know, back in the Lost Rise, yeah. we mentioned Lost Rise on every almost every show, and I and I have to say it. I'm I'm going to continue to say it. Guys like Greg Italiano, yep. who I've, I've put Greg's picture on the wall because he was a friend of mine, and I think he did so much for music mm. back in the '80s that yeah. set the path. Uh, but like you said, there's so much talent here, and not just the talent, but there's so many different bands that I know when I go to. I don't want to throw mud at Buffalo or let, let's go somewhere else. Let's say I travel a lot for business. So anywhere else in the country, when I get there and if I'm going to be there for four or five days, I want to find out where's the local music. Yeah. Let me know what's going on. And people are like, well, eh, there's a bar over there that has some bands, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Bubba and the Bubba Rays are playing on every Thursday after bingo and you're like all right well where's all the rock bands and they're right. like yeah no no you're in the south buddy yeah it's like yep, yep no nope. but yeah. syracuse is we're spoiled we really are yeah I, there's such great music Abs- here absolutely absolutely and behind the scenes music you got guys like ron Kako, okay over at subcat you've got sound guys like paulie and, and all those guys yep. uh you've got Scott Sterling himself for years mixed oh God, some yeah. of the best bands that ever came through Syracuse. So artists like yourself have gone on um, locally, Dave King, Joel Tier, mm-hmm. those guys are writing music for 
for basically the same stuff, little, you know, one-off Netflix stuff. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really, it's really cool to see. I try to stay in touch or at least follow, um, a lot of those cats and just kind of keep an eye on the pulse of what's going on. And it, it's really cool. It's a, it's understated sometimes, you know, people mm-hmm. humbly do their thing and, and they just, you know, keep trucking along, but it, it's some of the best talent pool in a, in a, in an area, small area that, that I know of. Yeah. Um, it's, it's inspiring actually. It's cool. Do you find that, um, Living in Nashville, obviously just the epicenter of country music, uh, but it's a lot of crossover stuff now. Uh, yeah. It's not just hardcore country. You've got just music, period. It's, it's mind-blowing, the the quality, the quantity, and the diversity uh, of music here now. Right. Even when I moved here in 2014, um it was it was diverse. There was a lot happening, but it was very country dominant still. Right. Um, and in the past almost ten years, um, you could go to a different club every fifteen minutes, um, with the exception of Lower Broadway, which is really tourist dominated, uh, country and rock sort of stuff. There's even some diversity there. But if you go over to East Nashville, uh. Or if you go south in Wedgwood, Houston, like you could you could find a neo soul band, and then and you can find some indie garage rock band, and then you can find a soul, a rhythm and blues band, and then a, a jazz quartet. Yeah, and, and and the top of their game, uh, in their respective genres, it's it's so humbling and so inspiring. Being uh, hum- to just go on a Tuesday night. Yeah, and, right. And you you can see fifteen shows that that will change your perspective of music. It it's really cool. Do you find that it's oversaturated though, and and you can get lost in the shuffle so easily? It's like years ago, everybody moved to L.A. to be a oh, movie yeah, star, right? And they get there and they're like, "Well, um, my waiter has a screenplay he's written. Yeah. Uh, my bartender has his headshot waiting to come with your Manhattan," and so. You get, but then you get noticed somewhere like wherever Syracuse, having a new film yes. studio set up here, and and you know, do you find that it's so easy to be seen nowadays with a digital age that you don't need to live in Nashville, or do you feel that Nashville, even though you can get lost in the shuffle, has opened so many doors for you, and you wouldn't, I mean. You've fallen in love because of the culture, the music, and the area, but that's just that's that's a really great question. And I'm pretty smart. I could I <laughs> zip it. He's L- laughing because he knows that not to be. He's like, you're not Legend smart. You owned a you owned a bar, you idiot, <laughs> in Pennellville. <laughs> yeah, good time. Um, I, I I think I could ask five of my friends down here that same question and get five different answers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just preface that by saying this is my perspective. Um, I don't think you need to live here. Um, I really don't. Um, but um, I don't think there's anywhere else in the world like here. Right. And if you uh, get inspired by live music, if you get inspired by being in community with people who uh, approach the world 
the way that a musician does. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a running joke that it, you could throw a stick anywhere in Nashville and hit a guitar player. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's um, there's I'm in Syracuse. Stop it. it <laughs> there's so much um, to experience that it's really hard to experience in other places in the country. Um, you know, let's just say uh, you've got like a boutique instrument that needs repair. There's 10 guys in town that can fix that. Um, you know, I've got an accordion that I inherited. I don't play, uh, but I inherited. I got a list of seven guys who could fix it. Um, and they could fix it in, a, in less than a week. Right, right. They're, they're, you know, so that's just that's just a functional level. But on a level of being inspired, um, is it overwhelming? Yeah, a little bit. Um you're you're very much replaceable here which is which is a blessing and a curse you know a curse being that you don't have a lot of job security you know right. uh, you could get hired and be on an amazing gig and maybe you don't share the same politics as the singer and and you're replaceable because there's 15 people who are waiting for this gig who will do it for less money than you will right right hmm. uh, um so so in that regard it's you know it's challenging um and, and and simultaneously though there are 15 singers that are going to be your waiter or waitresses at any bar restaurant coffee shop who would blow your socks off who you would sit and listen to them sing and you'd be covered in chills right um and they're and they're making your espresso in the morning um and and they're doing it so that they can create their own music and 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 survive it's really inspiring and yeah. i don't think there's a lot of places in the country that are like that i think it's um, funny um sometimes the address on your business card opens eyes wider um my daughter for example graduated uh for fashion design i don't know if you remember my daughter from the bar but she was she was young back then but now she's you know 26 and then college graduate has a couple uh full products uh, product lines out on for her own runway show she just she's a great designer um went a little different path but still in a yeah. design mind but was doing it all from here and um everybody kept saying you gotta move to new york you gotta move to new york I think I think that New York would have been cool on the business card. It could have been, you know, here's where I work. I, I live and work in New York City. And maybe like-minded people that went through your struggle living in that big city say, I know where you are. I've been there. I'm from Nashville as well. I know the struggle you're going through, so we know the blood, sweat, and tears you're putting into it. Will they respect that as much with a Syracuse right. address or a Liverpool or a Rochester or Buffalo address? on their business card or on their pedigree or whatever. Yeah. You know, in regards to like touring, for example, um, let's say your show is uh, you got a 60 minute set, right. Mm-hmm. And you're out every night playing. The biggest part of the gig is, is surprisingly not that 60 minute set. It's the 23 hours that you're living in a van or a tour bus with your bandmates. Right. So, People are going to hire people that they want to hang with. 
So if you're a session guy in, you know, Albany, New York, and you want to play with a Nashville artist and you're reaching out and sending them emails and all this stuff, they can call the guy they just had beers with the night before who they get along with and share the same sports team. Right. And he's going to do just as good or a better job than the best musicians uh, in, in Albany, New York. So the hang is something that you can't really replace at a distance. The hang. Uh, and the hang. That's the hang. The yeah. hang is is everything. Yeah. Um, and, and people just tend to hire people that they that they know and that they like because you're spending so much time. Yeah. Um, same thing goes in the, in you know writing music for TV and advertising. Really, it's like you could do a great job, but so can somebody else. Mm -hmm. And if that person, you know, if you go and play golf with that person every Tuesday, you're going to call them first. Right. Don't so tell me does... you've turned into that guy, Max. I don't play golf. Okay. No. <laughs> so you're you're still I, it's still the hang. I don't. I don't play golf. Okay. Um, there you go. I, I have no I have no problems with people who do. Actually, some of the best business uh, moves are made on the golf course, yeah. and I understand. Um, I just have a business partner who plays golf, so he handles that end of it. And, <laughs> there you uh, go. I handle the the other part of it. So, but yeah. I will say that's a that's a really big part of uh of the music business in general regardless of whether you're touring or composing or trying to be a singer songwriter if, if you want a record deal if you want to be a supporting act you got to show face you got to be mm -hmm. around you yeah. got to be there for when the opportunity presents itself if, if you're not there then it's really easy to miss yeah so that's another an, another perk i think of of being quote unquote in the scene uh, if you're around, hey, can you? Hey, last minute, uh, my bass player can't make it tomorrow. Can you be there? Oh, hold on, let me just hop on a flight from Albany to go play your showcase and bail you out real quick. Nah, no, like no, nah, I'm down the street. I'll be right there. Different story. Yeah. How about you know you mentioned like-minded people? Do you find that even if you didn't know these people in Syracuse, as soon as you you're down there, you find that everybody makes their little subculture the the ex upstate New Yorkers. Yes. Clearly. Uh, yes. friends well, in Florida, same thing. Because oh. we're at we're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, you know uh, I mean uh, in a nice way. Uh, according to uh perhaps somebody in the Bible belt, you know, you start getting right. some sarcasm thrown out there. You, we're we're swearing up a storm. We're right. louder than everybody. Um we find each other. Yeah, uh, it just happens. It that just guy just yelled the f bomb from across McDonald's parking lot, upstate. <laughs> yeah. I, I I am uh, generally speaking a pretty peaceful person. Yes, you and are. When I when I moved down here, it was the first time somebody told me that I was rude, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" No one that knows you from wow. here would ever think no. that. And and it was just it's just a way that you operate. Like you know, my my roommate at the time. Uh, she would leave leftovers in the fridge for freaking weeks. There was a science experiment in there. And <laughs> my, my approach is throw it away. You know, hey, what well, what is the deal with this? Can we can I throw this out? Oh, are you you're so rude. You know, and I'm like, oh, because I want to throw out your science experiment. Like, you know, you got to share the fridge. Penicillin's free nowadays. Right. You don't even need to get. Yeah. You, don't, even, yeah. you don't need to make well, your own. You need to you grow know, it. A, a lot of the uh, a lot of the southern approach to that uh would be 
Oh, hey, sweetheart, how's your day? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, hey, listen, I was wondering, I saw this food that you have in here, and I was wondering, what what can I do to take care of that for you? <laughs> Does nah, it need to shave? Like, no. Right. No. Yeah. That is not, that is not, it's, it's too cold for too long in New York for us <laughs> to be sitting there fluffing everything. Yeah. Like, hey, what's going on? Let's go. Boom. Let's make it happen. Nothing personal. This is just business. Let's handle it. Let's get, right. let's move on. You know, so, I, I use this analogy, but even upstate versus the city. Okay. When, <laughs> yeah. when I, I had time, I spent a lot of time in New York city years ago when I had my corporate job and I would spend a substantial amount of time down there. And then I would come back to Syracuse and if I was fresh from Syracuse down there, I'd be on the subway and someone sit next to me and be like, Hey, how you doing? And they look at you like, why are you talking to me? Right. And then I would be down there for a week or two and I'd come back to Syracuse and I'd be at Wegmans looking at my feet, waiting in line. And I would get to the cashier and she's like, sure is hot out. And I'm like, why are you talking to me? Oh shit. Syracuse. You got to go into. So for you, to be yeah, rude. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. someone yeah. straight out of Brooklyn? I'm yeah. going to Nashville. It's no. a culture shock. It's yeah. a culture shock, you know, uh, being in the Bible Belt. But honestly, um, it is kind of pleasant, honestly. I mean, it is a little bit of fluff. You, you know, if someone says, bless your heart, it might mean, yeah. you know, not, not, you can't take everything. Uh, yeah. go, uh, go bless yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Bless your heart, I my mean, friend. Bless yours too, Jeff. You're my <laughs> yeah. favorite mother fluffer. I love yeah. it. So, you know, uh, it took a little, little while to adjust. Um, but I will say um, in a city like Nashville, people often choose to be here mm -hmm. versus yeah. I'm just born here and that's just what I'm dealing with. And this place sucks and I hate it, but I'm not going anywhere. It's not that at all. Actually, people are really grateful to be here and they're they're ready to work really hard. And yeah. they realize that there's a hundred other people who are waiting to have their jobs. So it's a lot of gratitude um, and uh, people are really living for something. And that's a nice atmosphere to be in. So and you're surrounded. And like you said, you're surrounded mm -hmm. by like minded. Yeah. Um artist types that that want to be creative and yeah whether you're at the coffee shop it, yeah it, you could be at the coffee shop and you're like you know somebody you know mentioned something about a session that they're on and then all of a sudden you're talking about uh you know what preamps you use and how do you combine your your akg microphones with you know your shadow hills mono gamma mic preamp that that would just i i could name maybe like a half a dozen people total in the city of syracuse where that conversation would be happening. You'd already know each other. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen at the local cafe. That's um, cool. It, it's really cool. And it's really inspiring in that way. I found uh, New Orleans to be the same way. Yeah. When I was down yeah, there, yeah. it was just New Orleans yeah. is one of my favorite, favorite places to go for culture, music, food, everything. And, uh, Absolutely. I'm blessed with the fact that my job does bring me places like that. And, and I've had the opportunity to play uh, music in places like a, two weeks. I'm going to Chicago to do a show there and it's uh, mixing a work show with a music show yeah. is, is cool because it's like, yeah, this is paid fantastic. for and I can fly it's up. Fantastic. You know. But you, you notice the different cultures in different areas. You know, when we played in new Orleans, 
whole different atmosphere. Even the even the venue that we that we were in, completely different than the venue that's going to be in Chicago. You know, Chicago's oh, yeah. like, all right, you guys get in at this time, you leave at this time. We don't want to know anything else besides that. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Get out. Once again, too cold. Too cold yeah. to deal with the BS. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, man. You got to go because, you know, shoplifting next door is coming on and there's going to be, they've got three murders scheduled for 2 a.m. So <laughs> you've got to get out of Chicago as quick yeah. as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, man. Don't go over sound check or else. Yeah, yeah. The cops will show you. You come back from, from, from break, your mic's stolen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. So, Max, tell, tell me or tell us a little, tell us actually a little bit about who, who have you toured with? Yeah, so um, when I first moved down here, this is kind of funny. Um, just goes to show that you never know. Um, I had a couple of friends down here um, when I moved down. Part of the reason why it was it was kind of a no brainer to to make the move. A really good friend of mine named Nate Felty, who's an incredible drummer. Um, he and I had played together for years prior to him going down to Belmont. Uh, Nashville for grad school um so when I made the decision to move I let you know a few people know that I was coming down and if there's anything kind of coming up let me know sure so um I'm driving down and he's like hey bro you know you got anything going on this week I got a couple of gigs that they're looking for a bass player sure yeah absolutely sign me up so I end up spending the rest of my week unpacking and learning like 45 songs uh, right to be able to play the show and uh the very first show i ever played we were playing it at the opry mills mall uh i got i got in nashville on a sunday um and this was a friday that that, that friday we're playing opry mills mall and we play the first set with this guy who's doing cover tunes country stuff whatever we play and it's fine it this is like hardly any money and i'm like just just say yes just say right. yes You're gonna do this just say yes so we play the first set everything goes fine it was actually pretty good um we got a bunch of tips you know and people were feeling it or whatever so the guy pulls us all together and he's like all right listen uh so i, I had a videography film that on the left side I'm going to have him come over for set two on the right side. I had the sound guy record the whole thing. So he's just going to hit play. And we're just going to pretend like we're playing along to the first set that we just played while this guy records video on the right side. I said, hold on, dude. Hold <laughs> on. Nope. You're telling me we're not even going to actually play, but we're going to pretend play live? In front of a live audience. This is the very first gig I ever had in Nashville. Come to find out, they they do it for the Grammys, they do it for Super Bowl. <laughs> like, right. This is just a it's just a thing. Um, but this is my very first gig, and I was so disheartened. Uh, I was embarrassed because we're standing up there pretending that we're we're playing a set of music. Very first gig in Nashville, so I'm like, oh wow, uh I've really made it now, right? This is <laughs> this, this is this is it, right? I'm going to tell hey, all my friends ab about this. Yeah, right? Millie Vanilli style. Yeah. <laughs> Second gig, next day, I'm playing with an artist who's never played a show in her entire life, and we're playing on a hay wagon in a cow pasture, two hours. 
in the countryside outside of Nashville. And it was a, it was like an antique show, some retirement right. thing. And we're backing up an artist who's never played a show. And it's just a bunch of 80-year-old and up, and we're playing on this hay wagon. And I have this second realization, wow, I really made it, didn't I? Right. It. This, is, I this is it, this right? Is I great. left Syracuse hay wagons. for this. You're right. Hay um, wagons and all. And, Big Papa's and, had a bigger crowd during the looping. Same age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just, uh, you know, tucked that away, never to be uh, discussed ever again type of thing. Went home. And about a week later, I get a call from the guitar player who was on that gig. And uh, granted, I, I showed up in Nashville with hardly any money. I had no job. I had no plan. I had nothing. And I get a call from the guitar player from the Haywagon gig. About hey man, a week later. I got another hay wagon gig for us. <laughs> hey, man, what does your summer look like? Uh, uh, hold on. Let me check. <laughs> let, me, let me look. I got my... nothing. I have right. nothing. Right, right. I, I have nothing. But I'm not going to be like, oh, dude, I'm wide open. I've got nothing. I'll just hang on, hang on. Let me just check real quick. You know, let's see if I got a couple openings here. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, what, What's going on? Uh, Have you ever been on a tour bus? like well yeah but never as the band <laughs> right uh he's like uh well uh i was the group you, you want a gig playing bass for american idol guy josh grayson it's like um yeah yeah actually uh yeah I'm, I'm interested uh what else you got you know like playing this off like i'm not starting to break a sweat but uh i'd been i'd been in town for a couple of weeks tops and um all of a sudden i was on a tour bus headed to oklahoma and uh it was really cool it was it was hmm. uh, talk about country blessings but I, yeah. I started to tour with josh and um that turned out to be a whole scene you, you realize that uh sometimes the most talented dudes are the most complicated dudes or, yep. or chicks um i learned a lot really fast um but I had been in town for less than a month, and I was on a tour bus. Which what what month did you move? I, this is a dumb question, but I, I've got a reason. What month did you move down there, roughly? I moved. Uh, it was Easter, okay, which also happened to be four twenty, okay, in twenty fourteen. <laughs> Imagine so, that. Uh, yeah. So here's why. I run into your mom <clears throat> a couple weeks after. You had moved, so you must have gotten this. Just gotten this gig, because I, I, I said, uh, "Do you know little Max?" No, she, I know his mom. I've known, I've known his mom. He's so, down there in I, no, Nashville. I already, I knew, I knew he moved, and I said, "How's Max doing down there?" She said, "Well, you must have just seen your mom for Easter, and then then moved or something pretty damn close I, to it." I split on Easter yeah. when I okay. drove down, and yeah, she said. He just moved. I saw him at Easter or for Easter and basically he's telling me about this gig. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's been gone like three weeks and he's touring with Josh Grayson already. Cause I follow American Idol and I knew who he was. Yep. And she's like, Oh yeah. She goes, it's wonderful. I'm like, and I said, and you're not with him. 
She goes, it's going to be hard, you know, <laughs> but she was, we were at, we were at the, at like the gas station there, right in, right in, in downtown there. And she yep. was walking in, I was walking out and of course we had to stop. And if you've never met his mom, you'll know where right. he gets him. You get his personality. Yeah, yeah. She's the nicest person you'll ever meet. I've never seen her without a smile that touches from ear to ear. Yep. And you could talk to her for two hours about a pixie stick and oh, she would boy. make it interesting. So I remember she's this. She's a gem. She's, and, and she is, yeah. you know, if she's listening, which I'm sure she is because you'll tell her that you're on this show. That's why I'm trying to keep my swearing and everything at a, at a minimum out of respect let she knows sell, the man. other side of me. So. <laughs> He's calmed down over the years. Right. Yeah. So, Learned yeah. That. I remember this conversation with her, and I was like, somebody I know is going to be famous. This is cool. That's I wonder cool. if I can get yeah. tickets. <laughs> yeah. So, That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a trip, man. It was pretty cool. Uh, so I, I toured with him for a while. Um, I took a gig doing a production company um, – we were doing like a Nashville review. Um, so I toured with that. That was called Live from Nashville. And uh, it was pretty cool. We would we would be out. Uh, there were 11 of us. Uh, I was musical director. And we were doing like a whole Nashville review, uh, big theaters and stuff like that. So uh, Goose was on drums. Um, Joey Grossvent was on bass. Love Joey. And uh, I was playing guitar. And... Um, we we did that tour for a couple of years um in between doing some other stuff uh ended up touring with this guy named rich o'toole from texas and toured with him for a couple of years as well um got to really know the state of texas which i grew to love mm -hmm. um and had some of the best barbecue i've ever had in my yep. life dinosaur um, yeah. yeah i mean actually you know what's cool being on on tour like that and trying all that i realized actually dino's really good Banging, yeah nationally nationally yeah. really good we're we're really more fortunate than we realize yeah. uh it's actually nationally good you you need um, to uh, come back home and you need to try our newest place who is going to be our newest sponsor so i'm going to say it now yeah right uh angry smokehouse tried it in july killer dude. It's fantastic he's it's traveled really good. he traveled all over texas uh memphis it's, got it's a little really good yes it's really I, I was like man okay so some people are making moves out here yeah, i like this but he that's the uh, same thing but uh yeah we've got we've got some quality stuff going on up here yeah at little i like syracuse i love i love to see it honestly when you when you talk about you know uh, making a community and and really just taking a look around and seeing how you can make something better than it already is. Like, wow, I see that happening. Yeah, uh, I like to see that happening. So I didn't mean to interrupt. So you're touring Texas, no, you're falling great. in love with barbecue. It was awesome, and I realized at that point, like, wow, okay, uh, you know, long term plan. This could be really challenging. Uh, if I'm, you know, in my fifties or something, you know, uh touring in a van sleeping at la quinta's we we joked la quinta stands for denny's out front <laughs> <laughs> or waffle uh, house where, where, yeah, wherever yeah, you are yeah. in the south wherever you are yeah. yeah but uh but you know i that's when i started kind of 
staying at the shifting hotel room for the charge by an hour. Yeah, just just shifting gears a little bit, and yeah. uh, yep. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful that uh, that I did. I still get to play a bunch of shows. I just don't have to play a bunch of shows, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, and and that allows me to be more selective about the shows that I play, um, the 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 musicians that I play with. It's it's really nice. I, I'm 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 in a good place for for myself. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So since you were the touring guy for quite a while who's uh who's one of the people that you've met that you've always wanted to meet and been like holy shit i'm talking to this guy uh big, big steven top tyler up. huh steven tyler oh really yep that was really cool um <laughs> that was that was really cool uh he <laughs> he reminded me of like a, a little grandmother uh <laughs> I know that's good everybody sound. says, dude, everybody says that a they friend do. of mine met him in Boston says he comes up to you and you're like, who's this chick? You know, he's like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. No, it, it, I, it, <laughs> I saw somebody post a picture of him, right. And he's got like his purple garb on and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, the yeah. And it's in, in this picture says Steven Tyler looks like the your friend's mom who would let you drink as long as no one was driving home. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> no, but honestly, though, he was super, super cool. I was with Goose at the time, and we were doing a CMA Fest down here in Nashville. And the artist that we were playing for was uh, was getting ready to do Soundcheck. And Steven Tyler's band, his solo project, which was more country Americana, yes. was going to be playing after us, but they were sound checking before us to kind of set up the stuff and then, you know, go do the thing. So we watched their sound check and then um, we were the only two people kind of hanging out. So he like came up and started chatting, asking us what we're up to. And uh, it was really cool. Just kind of thinking like, yeah, I grew up listening to this and yeah, right. and hear this, hear this dude is actually a sweetheart and is asking yeah. us questions about our band and like what we're up to and what it's like, you know, being here. And, and that was, that was awesome. And then when that he walked cool. away, did you and goose just be like, Dah! you know, don't wash your hand. <laughs> I've got his daddy. Right, right. No, we can clone no. our own Steven Tyler. <laughs> I've got sweat well, on my hand. Sweat on my hand. <laughs> what was really weird though, man, when we were, we were in the, the auditorium before he walked out and the, you know the rest of the band was just kind of sound checking and getting levels and stuff and i swear to god dude when he walked out in my brain it was like the skittles commercial where like all the colors start shooting out <laughs> everywhere that that is his vibe yeah and it cool. literally it was like in my mind's eye all this like it changed the whole feeling of the room it, i don't know what what level he's on but it's like some some high level shit. Well, we put we put these well, artists yeah. at the top of our brain. I think right. growing up, you 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 don't ever you don't even think someday no. I could meet them. Right. And then they walk into the room, and your whole perspective it'd be like hearing a cat bark. It's just like, wait, yeah, you've never been that real before. Yeah. Now you're real. Yeah. I can actually yeah. shake your hand. Yeah. And God, yeah, please don't, was... please don't be a dick. Yeah, and ruin and it. Was, and it was so <laughs> right. cool. So I mean, you know that that was that was pretty high up there from from what I can recall. You know, off the top of my head, that was that 
that was pretty up there for me. Dude, you, dude, you hit the top of the fucking mountain on that one. Sorry. Have you Denise. have you ever have you ever met somebody that was a complete dick though? Besides I Mike? Mean, oh, okay. I mean dicks all the time. Besides besides Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, I always man, paid him. I mean, I mean, of the higher scale, like the Steven Tyler's and, you know. Hmm. You know, nobody's really come into mind uh, at the top of my head, which is probably a good thing. He's lying. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because why? it takes a dick to be a dick. I know. You know, right. and he's no. Nobody hates this guy. Everybody no. I know, and I've been asking around. Somebody, please give me dirt on Max. <laughs> right, give me some dirt. They yeah. have yeah. none. It's like no, he's the honestly, nicest fucking guy around. Like oh, you know, if somebody's like you know throwing a temper tantrum at sound check, it's like uh, in my brain, I'm like, all right, well, clearly this person cares and they really want things to be right. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, in my brain, I'm like. I don't know, kind of flipping it in yeah. some way of like, oh, I can understand that. I and mean, you've been friends with Mick Fury for a long time, so you know that was coming. I've <laughs> been flipping for years, bro. Right? No, no. Right? <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's awesome. So, no, but, you know, it's not really coming to mind. That's I mean, cool, though. If I no. think of something, I'll, I'll, I'll that, bring that's it That's cool. But. So that it, it's going to bring me to the question yeah. that you, you – I know you're perplexed on this, but you've got to have some stuff. Biggest, biggest like, oh, crap. Can't believe yeah. that just happened. The big blooper, the big, you know, we've we've had we've had artists that fall downstairs. We've had artists that split their pants. We've had artists that been drunk and fell down. Uh, on national levels and local levels. Yeah. So yeah, come on, uh, something had to know, go awry. So all right, we'll do. We'll both of both of these. I got two little ones. Okay, they're both ones small potatoes and ones perhaps bigger potatoes although no one knew thankfully that's, well that's that's, that's, that's what, what we want to hear for, yeah because no that's the so, that's the premise of this show yeah. is people that don't ever get a chance to know what goes on behind the curtain can say yeah yeah so i was um first one and this is an earlier earlier career thing i was playing in clubs since i was 15 i think 14 or 15 and you know we were very not legal to be drinking nor not even to be in the club but right club owners were really cool and we you know the band was good we were always playing with older musicians um so i was playing at freddy's uh in maddiedale i don't know if you guys remember that place I do. but um i was playing with the band and you know here that was 16 maybe i think i was old enough to drive maybe 17 tops but mom was there um, anyways you know yes so we're bringing this full circle so um you know you're playing a gig. You're trying to meet chicks. You're trying to like, you know, go out and chat and see, you know, see what happens, you know? Yeah. So I've been making eye contact with this chick. I know where most, this is going. I don't even, the, I know exactly where this is going. Probably I did. know his mom. Mo go for it. Most, most of the night, right? I've been making eye contact. We've had a little vibe, you know, whatever. So end of the night, she's kind of like hanging out side stage, right? And so I'm like, sweet. All right, I'm going to go up and talk to this girl. So I go up and talk. We hit it off. Great connection, whatever. Out of the corner of my eye, I could just feel the presence. someone's watching me. I could feel it. It just tingled in the back of my head. <laughs> and so I turn around, and it's my mom. And as soon as I made eye contact, it was like I opened the door. Yeah. Oh, come on over. Come on over, Mom. Meet your new daughter-in-law. So <laughs> yeah. here she comes, beeline, and I'm like, shit. 
you know, I was, I, I'm in this spot where I'm about to be like, well, hey, let's, let's get out of here. You know, let's, let's I don't in. have to be to school till nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go outside I, I, and make out in the parking lot. I finally have my own car. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, my mom just beelines. And so I'm like, all right, let me turn my back here and just pretend like she's not even there or whatever. And so I'm just chatting with this girl. And then my mom just pops over and she's standing. And I don't know if I ignore her. Maybe, you know, maybe right. she'll go away. Nope. Shoulder tap. And then literally as I turn, she's like, oh, hi, hi, hi. I'm Max's mom. Hi. Who are you? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Don't do this. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, what's up? Hey, um, just wondering, are you coming home tonight? I, I'm i like, dude, I am now. Thanks a lot, <laughs> yes, mom. Yeah. And, and Who's dude, your it little friend? It. It, it broke it, and, and the girl was like, hey, nice to meet you. Hey, listen, I got to go. Mom, what the Rick, this is this has basically been happening for my entire music career in Syracuse. That's why he's in right. Nashville. Yeah, no shit. This is so I mean, like, yeah, mom. You know, and granted, my mom will be the first person out dancing on the dance floor. Yep. She'll she'll get everybody into it. She'll stir the yeah. pot. Next thing you know, the whole place is a party because she broke the ice and she got did. everybody going. And she invited but, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And the, but there's just there was no chance I was going to be meeting chicks. When the hawk was circling, the hawk. oh, it was just, it was next level. So anyway, so that oh. that that's like a bigger picture thing. Best um, one, yeah. uh, the 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 small but big thing, yeah. Um, that's happened more recently. Um, that nobody really, I had never said anything. So I I've explored different kinds of tuning. Uh, on instruments i've tried you know normally it's a equals 440 when you get yes. a tuner right yep so i've read a lot of research about a equals 432 as mm -hmm. a way of tuning to kind of be more, in more harmony with nature and all this kind of stuff which yeah. you know i'm very much into that um so i had tuned my main bass to 432 and i was working on a project and i hadn't really thought about it um since and I, I'm playing Bobby Bones' wedding. I don't know if you know Bobby Bones. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I and don't. We, we. He's like a big uh, radio he is DJ. A huge radio DJ. In fact, he is. His show is streamed on uh, ninety-two point one, The Wolf, in the morning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm playing Bobby Bones' wedding, and we're backing up. Gary Lavox from um, Rascal Flats. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. backing up um, Kicks Brooks from oh, Brooks nice. and Dunn. Yeah. And um, they weren't part of his surreal moment. No. They're just. Meh. That's okay. Yeah. Well, Steven Tyler, you know, for me. That trumps like, everything for him. And I get but it. But we're backing up Kicks Brooks and we're backing up Gary Lavox to play the first dance for Bobby Bones' wedding. Mm hmm. And. Um, we did Neon Moon with Kicks Brooks mm -hmm. and uh, great song. Um, we're we're backing up Gary Lavox after Kicks Brooks, and the whole time I'm like, it's kind of weird. I don't know, man. Maybe like Kicks is a little pitchy, you know. But now Gary Lavox is a little pitchy, and that just isn't right because I've heard him sing, and he's an absolute monster. Yeah. 
it was me. I was <laughs> the tuned entire time. to A432 yep. instead of A440, and it's so subtle it is. that you, it, it, and it's a bass. So it's not like a guitar where it's higher frequency where you exactly. can really hear it. This is a bass um, tuned to A432. So it's more like gives you a little question mark rather than, <laughs> oh, no, that guy's out of tune. Yeah. Like, that's That's off. No, no, no. This was just enough to where it makes you question everything. It's two days before the milk spoils. So, right. It's that. Yeah. Is this milk spoiled or is it me? Yeah. So yeah. do you no. so do you turn around <laughs> and fix it? No, apparently not. Or do you just play the you play the entire attaboy? The whole night. Yes. God bless you. Attaboy. I them all me, think they all call, fucked call, up. Call call me Roger Whitaker. I'm here. You know, just <laughs> I what, gotcha. what I, I am not Max McKee anymore. I am out and I'm, I'm here for service and i will be leaving the building he could, played, he could have played awesome. a creed song at that point with, the, with all their weird it tuning it was it, it it did and it didn't dawn on me until after we had played both of those songs yeah and i realized holy shit i've been in the wrong tuning this whole time that's uh that that's, was so. uh, almost a kevin dean moment when they're playing overseas in Europe oh, with yeah. Brand New Sin and yeah. Joe Altier loses his mind. Why the fuck is there a feedback? He loses Ugh. his mind on the sound guy on stage. His, his you know, monitor keeps feeding back. Well, they change drum kits between sets, and Kevin doesn't use an extra tom. An extra tom. So he lays the mic on the floor. <laughs> he tells the He tells the sound guy, listen, I don't need this mic. You can mute it. No, you can't. Don't put this on the sound guy. This is oh no. This is clearly <laughs> Kevin's fault. Kevin told him. I remember the story. That is classic. So he leaves the mic on. Yeah. The entire show and there's feedback and he can't figure out why Joe loses his mind on stage and on says stage. something like, and we say to Joe, yeah, Kevin, when you're on the show, Kevin wanted us to say to you, feedback. Yeah. He's like, fuck. Oh, fucking show and blah 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 yep. and to this day kevin's still apologizing to joe I, Look, i'm, I'm really still sorry, sorry about that he's like oh my god that i wanted is, to kill somebody so same awesome. thing nobody <laughs> he didn't tell him till like two right. days after the show when they were like hey by the way so touring funny. to the that next year me. Me. yeah yeah that is so funny so that now so- i doubt anybody from that wedding will be listening to this show no but until we tag them <laughs> and the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Gary Lavox, remember how it felt weird playing that song with the band? Yeah, yeah he went home and gargled player. salt for two hours, right. wondering what happened to his. Th- that was the bass player. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, guess you'll be moving so. back to Syracuse soon. <laughs> Today, yeah. he's get his room ready. Yeah. This guy can't even tune his instrument properly. <laughs> right. He's out of here. This guy's done. <laughs> he's he's blacklisted more yep. than the guy who this wrote. Guy's uh, done. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, so so that that kind of that that comes to mind. That's, That's awesome. awesome, dude. I want I got to tell you, it's been a freaking complete joy having you yes. on here. Um, what do you have? Do you have anything coming, you coming that up? you want to promote? I don't care if it's you know your newest Burger King commercial or something. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. I don't care great. if it's the new Nike uh, shoes you just bought. You know, um, yeah. So a couple of things. Um, if anybody listening needs custom music for we do sonic branding we do um custom music for advertising for instagram for youtube for any of that kind of stuff um go over to agm3 agm3 music.com and shoot us a message we work 
with the biggest brands in the world. We also work with mom and pops. We work with cool. social media influencers. Uh, we get people content um, and we do it custom. And uh, we can work within Mike, your we're, budget. We're social media influencers. Well, you know, the thing <laughs> is, is Max doesn't even know he agreed to this, but he is going to probably send us a, uh, a, a two minute intro music thing oh, that nice. we can use. I think okay. he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. on, on a cutting heavy edge. Yeah. And we will, and we will from that point on, let, add him to the list of lifetime uh, sponsors. Yes. And he'll always get mentioned on every show, every. no matter if it's if it's Billy yeah, Sheehan cool. or if it's Ross Friedman or any of these yeah. guys. Well, he, they will all know. You go see him. To who hey, to see. You know, that's awesome. The cool thing is you get an extra special gift with every track that gets sent over. Oh. We send an invoice with it. Nice. Really? Yeah. Really? So well, you know what? With, this is we do the same thing. Yeah. We pay every Perfect. invoice with a good, the band, and the ugly, ugly T-shirt. <laughs> so I this like the way like we're a, thinking this here. Is, this is like a Dumb and Dumber IOU. Where you yeah, get yeah, like right. Briefcase. Or, I owe yeah. you uh, for yeah, and, and my T-shirt is well, worth is exactly the, the amount of that invoice. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is an this is an IOU for a Ferrari. You should hang on to that one. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. That's yeah, the thought that. Yeah. I thought I was going to pay you. It's, it's the, the thought, thought that counts. counts. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So agm3music.com. Cool. Uh, we do custom music um, for for all levels. So uh, that's something I'd like to promote. Yeah. We also um, I'm doing a New Orleans funk night here in Nashville, uh, September 25th and October 10th. At a place called Living Waters Brewing Company. Um, that's September 25th and Send October 10th, beer. and um, <laughs> it's awesome. It's a it's a that's cool. uh, group of musicians. We're doing everything from the Meters to uh, Dr. John. Uh, oh, even better, John Cleary. Yeah. it's a it's a New Orleans themed um, funk night, and it's really really fun. So if anybody happens to be in Nashville. Or has been looking for a reason to come down. Uh, come on down and check that out. It's going to be really cool. And there's no cover charge. Oh wow! You'll earn your keep that way. Oh, yeah, no kidding. There you go. Yeah. So, so there you go. September so. 25th, October. That's all I got. 10th. Cool, man. And and you're coming here next time you come here. I know you're probably a thousand percent busy when you get here. Mm. Same thing with all you out of state guys. But right. look us up. Let's have a beer. Yeah, you know. sounds great. I'd now, love to. The only other thing we ever ask all of you is if you know somebody that you think could benefit by being on our show, <laughs> let us know. Jeff Tatora, I'm and I mentioned him on every freaking yes. podcast because Jeff has been Jeff's so awesome. I mean, I keep getting, hey, Extremely, I got this guy. He's gonna, you yeah. know, he's gonna be. He wants to do the show. This guy wants to do the show. I'm like, we would have never met those people without him. Without him. So, if you know any up and comings that that you think great. would be a, a great them, fit, send them along. Send them along. They don't cool. have to be Syracuse awesome. based, but if they are yeah, Syracuse so. based or upstate New York, that's right. even better. No, so. we don't Sweet. need you to send Mick Fury because we already had him. Yes. So great, but great. We, we'd have him again. <laughs> we would have him again. Do Absolutely. you know that our drummer, yeah. our old drummer Jason, is yes. playing with Mick? I'm just saying it for the show. Yeah. I know you know, but. So Jason Eldred is going to be playing with Mick when he does his upstate New York shows. Yeah. And awesome. so big shout out awesome. to Jason. Yeah, absolutely. Who man. is the drummer for, for uh, Between Covers. Between Covers. And cool. their singer is Ryan Coughlin. And I'm not going to play the noise because Ryan got mad when I played the Toilet Flush okay. uh, every time we mentioned his name. So <laughs> he was like, dude, what oh. was with the Toilet Flush after my name? And I said, now every time I say your name, I'm going to do it. Yeah. 
and we did it. Oh. And all I saw in the comments on one was like, yep. "What the fuck? God damn <laughs> it!" God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan, we you got you got a shout out. I know you're listening to the show. Yep. Uh, Ryan Coughlin from Between Covers and a bunch yep. of others. Uh, no toilet awesome. flush for you. So keeping it classy today for yes. not even for Max McKee, but uh, just because for, for Denise McKee. There you go. There you oh, go. There, yeah, yeah. This one's for Denise. Yep. Oh, that's Raise awesome. your glass. To the best, one of the best band moms. My there my mom was like just like yours. My mom came to every one of our shows. Yeah, she did. It's great. My father hated every one I of loved, our shows, but my I mom loved was there. when your father was there. Because the watch tap. <laughs> if we were if we were done, we'll tell the story really quickly and we'll let you go. If the show ended at eleven, his father. No joke. Standing like this. At 10.59, Mike will say, we got one more for you. And his father would go. Tap, <laughs> tap the watch for those on, on Spotify. Tap the watch and, sh- and shake his head no. Yep. And I'm like, sit down. But <laughs> yep. but but our great my greatest moment playing was when he got up and he <sighs> sang, sort of sang. Sort of sang. Just the phrase, dead or alive. Yep. Uh, on a New Year's Eve show, I put the microphone in front of him. I was waiting for him to be like, get out of my face. And he just went, dead or alive. And I was like, there it is. My yep. life is complete. Is. My father Done. actually sang with the band. Yep. It was the oh, it was the Sopranos awesome. uh, slash Goodfellows <laughs> version, dead or alive, <laughs> and I can make true. him dead. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it just was. dead, oh, no alive. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, that's fantastic. <laughs> Max, well, yes. Thank thanks. you. We're going to say this, and should we practice <laughs> yeah. our harmony here? Max, thank Hold you on. so much. Yeah. You, you, Absolutely. Really guys. appreciate Thanks for having me. A lot it's of fun. fun. Yeah, we can't wait to have you back. Anytime yeah. you're promoting anything, mm-hmm. just just Sweet. let me know. Yeah, and, appreciate uh, that. Appreciate and if that. you see that we're having somebody you know on, same login, same time, Mondays and Tuesdays, same recording session just time. pop in. Pop in. We That's don't care. Fun. We'll see you That's plop fun. in. We'd be like... Oh, well, look, look who's here. Look who's here. Well, well. This is better oh, than Mr. Fun. Rogers' neighborhood, brother. Yes. You can, you can, <laughs> you can Mr. Peabody us anytime you want. <laughs> you oh, that's fantastic. So many yep. kids are like, who the fuck is Mr. Peabody? Peabody. Yeah. So there you go. Anyways, <laughs> well, brother, thank you so much. Thank you, man. All right, absolutely. We'll talk guys. to you soon. Take Thanks, care. Max. Thanks. All right, take care. See you, brother. See ya. There you go. The great Max oh, McKee, McKee with a with a, right. with a K. Yes. Not McGee, but McKee. All these years, I've been saying it wrong, and I've you have. I've written it, I've I've promoted it. Whenever he was playing at the bar, I promoted that he was going to be there, and I still screwed it up. Meh, hey, yeah, you know yeah. what? He still did the show, and what a great guy! Yeah, so, it was fun. Uh, things that we want to promote. Well, we want to make sure that people are buying tickets for the Femmes of Rock, September twenty second, Sharky's, Sharky's Event, Event Center. Center. My God, you've got to go. You've got to see, see this. You you just have to. And uh, I mean, not only are, if I remember correctly, like four of them from three or four of them from upstate New right, York. Right. You've got, uh, you know, one of the one of the one of the violinists is from Buffalo. No. Nope. Well, yes. The, the Nina. And then one is from Canada, Rochester area. Mm-hmm. Bass player is from Buffalo and, and our very our own very own Jeff Totora. Jeff from right here. Totora from Syracuse, New York. You got it. You have to go you to have the to show. Go see. You do. We're not even getting a kickback on these tickets. No. But we want to make sure we put that out there. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all the bands. I, I mentioned it last week. I was at the fair. Yeah. All the bands I saw at the fair, you guys 
not one of them didn't didn't just crush it. Uh, so our old drummer was Red Tangent uh, was out there. Oh yeah. So yep, yep. He still owes us a pack of socks. He does too. Uh, if he listens to this, and, and and I hope he does, then you uh, uh, you owe us socks. Owe us socks still. Uh, just. Just such great stuff. Bill Ali played every day. Joe Altier played every, every day. day. Yeah. Uh, you got guys like Hard Promises and Ryder. Uh, Ryder. Uh, uh, Infinity played Infinity. out there. I mean, you just, you name just it. Anybody, countless others. I mean, you name it, they played. And yeah. we know firsthand what a pain in the ass it is to play at the fair. It is. Not all you folks know that those guys are getting in, they're loading in at. 5.30, 6 o'clock Long in the morning. before the fair opens. They're dropping their gear off. They are waiting all day to play. They yep. play. And then they can't pull their gear out of there until all of us the are gone. The fair is closed. Um, I saw REO Speedwagon there. I saw Quiet Riot. <clears throat> Quiet Riot there. What the hell was that? Quiet Riot just didn't sound that great. Oh. We Skid, only got one original yeah, member. Which is Skid Row played. We saw Skid Row. We yep. saw, Jesus. Uh, I mean, Foghat. They were all there. It was a, it Brett was a, Michaels. Brett Michaels. He and Wilson. Dude, Brett Michaels had our very favorite local bass player from the band Tesla, yeah. Mr. Brian Wheat, on yeah. stage. So, thank you to all the bands uh, that listened to the show that were on that were at uh, at the fair yep. doing your thing. Um, just dangerous type. I mean, yeah. all of them. You guys all are great. Really great. Um, so, that's that's all I got to say about that. All right. Food was good. The music was good. It was a good time. Good. Looking forward to doing it in a year. Hopefully. No interest. Yeah, you, well, you're boring. I know. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Hey, there's some music. Guess what there time it is? Sponsor time. Great Hawk Medical Supply. Sharky's Event Center. DJ Life's the Beach. Good Nature Brewery Company. The Print Shop Underground. Snarky Productions. And Toffee Break Toffee. Don't forget the AGM3 production company. Yep. Composing music for just about everybody. <laughs> You've been uh, listening to The Good. The Band. The Ugly. I'm Big Papa. I'm Jeff. Peace, everybody. Listen to the music. Watch the credits roll along.